Well, welcome to Ford Graham and Goal. Tonight, we've got the 10th episode. We're talking college football, NBA, whiskey advocate. So like we say on Instagram, grab a glass, turn the game on, press the mute button. Let's do this. So as Kurt said, mute, but don't mute us, please, um, unless that's your jam, which we support you. And also, as Kurt said, today is our 10th episode recording. And in honor of our 10th episode, we got some special engraved fourth dram and goal, Glenn Cairns. So this is our, our road to legitimacy. We are slowly walking down that road into the fiery depths of podcast l all right oh, yeah. pictures <laughs> to come on uh instagram soon with those badass glasses and speaking of the socials don't forget to follow us on instagram it's fourth dram that's four t-h-d-r-a-m and also hit us up on facebook we got a, a facebook page out there um it's fourth dram and goal so both of those options will definitely uh get in touch with you hell yeah we want your feedback um so Dick, what's in your glass tonight? My special Glencairn. Um, I'm actually rocking. I feel like every time we do a recording, I'm killing a bottle, which I don't know if that's a problem or a solution. Um, I'm actually rocking High West Rendezvous Rye. Um, I am actually become a pretty big fan of the High West line as of late. Um, I'll, you'll probably hear me start talking about that, just like I become a weeder bitch with Weller. So, Kurt, what about you, man? I'll say I'm proud of you because the collecting of bottles, you were uh, you're getting a little carried away there, buddy. Oh no, wait, that's a little. I'm glad I'm glad to see you've kind of come over to the dark side. Kill those, kill those things. You know, I've I've actually been kind of thinking about you know what's that right level of collection versus drinking, right? And you don't necessarily have to have a bottle of everything, but it's okay to collect the hard to find stuff for special occasions. So that's the road I'm going down. Yeah, not only. No, I mean, the only bottles I'll have are the, you know, every now and then we'll drink like maybe a once a month bottle. So I'll have a couple of those, mm. but to each their own. Uh, I got a good one tonight, man. So I put a post on Instagram the other day asking, you know, explaining. I need I need to expand my rye game, you know, the go-to Zazerac rye. So I've good. Da- I, it is. I've dabbled in others. Uh, I've had wild turkey, you know, rye, the low proof. Mm-hmm. I've had a couple others that, of course, I'm not thinking of right off the bat. But I wanted to try something new, so we'll talk about Whiskey Advocate later. I grabbed me some rare breed barrel proof rye. And so far, I am not disappointed. We've got I- a hunt. I don't think with a turkey ever disappointed. So no, one hundred and twelve point two. Okay, I'm trying to see if there's an age statement on here, but it's not. I don't know that's age stated. I don't think so. So it's got to be at least four to six years, right? So it's probably a blend. It's not yeah. a single barrel, right? Barrel proof. So wild turkey rare breed, man. I I, I think that's a 
pretty solid selection. I've been eyeing it a few times. Haven't pulled the trigger, so you're going to kind of be the uh, taste tester dummy for me. Ooh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be rating this one today. All right. I can behind that. So before I get into my notes, I walked in to the store. I had this one on my mind. Um, you were the- always on my mind. There goes another fan. Um, so... <laughs> So yeah, I walk in the store and um, a bottle catches my eye that I've been seeing a couple posts on on a couple of the pages. Belfour, have you heard of it? I have not. So I didn't know until somebody put a picture the other day. Sports whiskey right up our alley. It's a whiskey by Eddie Belfour. So for those of us that aren't hockey fans, who is Eddie Belfour? Yes, Eddie Belfour. Uh, was the goalie for the Dallas Stars, won the Stanley Cup with them. So he's come out with a whiskey, him and his son. And I'm thinking, all right, where can, where's this made? I grabbed the bottle. It's made in Bardstown. Oh, shit. It's a Bardstown yeah. product. Yeah. All right. And it was actually a store pick. Okay. So they selected the barrels. When it's gone, it's gone. It's $90, right, as compared to the rare breed, which was 55 I may have to go back and check that one out. The only reason I didn't was because I had, you know, Rare Breed already set in my mind. We're going to talk about the magazine today, so it goes hand in hand. But that was pretty unique. I did not know it was Eddie Belfour, out of all people. Um, but it was a barrel-picked rye whiskey, which... Oh, so it's a rye. Okay. Yeah. Go figure. That's what I was looking for tonight. Huh. Uh, so that may be an upcoming topic of discussion I'll be down with that. I'm going to let you try that one. Yeah. You know, you you talk about the celebrities and whiskey. I never got the Drake one, though. I'm not going to lie. I never got the Drake one. You had to talk about the Duke one there for a minute. Well, the Duke one, we've talked about that before. I know, and I I couldn't remember whether you said it was good or not. And you're like, no! (laughs) I don't know if it's changed. I know the price has dropped dramatically. I know it used to be very high. Now it's like in the 30s, but years ago, it was apparently like wild turkeys stuff that they didn't use uh, and, you know, somebody bought. I don't know if it's any different now. This is like three or four years ago, so things could have changed. Yeah, it was their kind of their trash leftover. It was kind of like a uh, like a bar mat shot, but of wild turkey bourbon. Yeah. Okay. All right, now bring us back to this atmosphere. Yeah. So on the nose on the Rare Breed Rye? Mm. Oats, oaty, a little, little, little smoke back there, just a little bit. So, talk about the smoke. Are we talking like Ooh. peaty smoke, or are we talking about like bourbon barrel char smoke? Bourbon barrel char smoke. Okay, got a little bit of maple syrup on that. Not cola syrup this time. And then, of course, with your rise. Now, I've I've had this discussion with you before. People will say rise. Oh, sweet. They're sweet. They're sweet. They're sweet, I but spicy. Some- Yes, but some of those rice, sometimes I think the sweetness is more of a tartness. You know, not the better mm, ones. Yeah. But this one? Kind of makes you pucker your lips. Like, mm, mm, some tart apples. Yeah. Yes, just, just like that, Dick. Just like that. <laughs> but yes, I, funny funny you say. Maybe it's, a, maybe it's a preset thing, but I do get apples on this rye. The nose yep. is very good. Um, on the taste... You get that sweetness 
fruit bite right from the get-go, and then it just mellows. Fruit. Little bit of little, little bit of mint. Just a little bit. Just enough. This is good, man. This is good. This was a good rye to venture off into. I think it's just because of that awesome glass you're drinking out of. I think that may that be too. playing into it. Hell yeah. I mean, anything with Jimmy's signature on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Old anything Jimmy Russell. Jimmy Russell's signature. All right. So I don't I'm going to grade it just yet. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to let you. We're going to do that right before we're done. So we can get a good a couple of four drams in there. All right. So we're going to take it to our next segment. Um, the good transition there. Talking about Eddie Belfour into college football news. What is going on around the horn? All right. So I, we talked about this. We need to stop talking about A&M. We got brought into our horizons, but damn it. They keep becoming relevant in this situation. I, I've got to ask you first, what do you think about the Ohio State rule change that came out the other day? Because I'm ready to the, argue the shit out of that. Yeah, I I think you and I are going to line up on this, and this is something we haven't pre-discussed. But I think it's horseshit, <laughs> frankly, for a okay, – Okay, you're setting me up already. Keep it okay. going. I like it. I think it's horseshit for a conference to change the rules specifically to allow one team – to shine one team to, in my opinion, be unfairly placed into a game that they did not meet the minimum requirements for. So that's my stance. I have a lot of opinions to back it up, but I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. What about you? I think it needed to be done. Oh shit. Why not? I mean, so five games instead of six games. Oh, it was an arbitrary rule to start, but they all came to an agreement and they all said, Six games. We're all gonna do six games. Six games, right? Uh huh. Okay, we'll do six yep. games. Okay. okay. And then, and I'm I'm gonna do that thing that you don't like. I'm gonna ask you that one question. I'm gonna Stephen A. Smith the shit out of you. I'm gonna ask you that one question you don't like. Is this year like any other? No. Okay. So but are there are there things that we're getting used to? You mean lack of law and order? Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ohio State plays two games. Absolutely. They play mm-hmm. three games, absolutely. Sure. Five and six, get the hell out of here. You know, I mean, that's a valid point. I think what kicks me in the ass is you've got all these other teams, and I'll, I'm not going to talk about A&M in this situation, but I'll even use – I will. Well, okay. In, in all right. a little bit. But you've got all these other teams that sit there and they play seven, eight games, and they lose one. All of a sudden that they look worse because they lost one, although they won two more than Ohio State's even played. Like that? How is that fair? It's not well, fair. Okay, well then it just goes to the game. Do you mm-hmm. think Ohio State could beat most teams in the country? They deserve to be in the top four. I don't think they deserve in the top four. No. Oof. I don't think they can be Florida. I don't think they could be A and M. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they can do it, man. I, I look at Ohio State's secondary specifically, and they would get torched. I'm not even convinced that their linebacking core is what it used to be. They don't have any stars. And if you look at, like, the one hard game that they played was Indiana, right? Yeah, they won. They didn't win pretty, though. And there were some trash points at the end for Indiana. So it wasn't as close as it looked. But Justin Fields threw three picks in that game. He did not Mm -hmm. look good. He did not look good. And so if you're going to base the entire thing about it's Justin Fields and it's the Justin Fields Ohio State show and you got Ryan Day as as your coach, 
so what? So what? I mean, like, why why does that matter? It goes back to they shouldn't have been ranked in the top five with one win. Yeah. Uh, okay. So you brought your A game today. I will give you that. Dick. Um, <laughs> no, I think talent wise, when they're on it, they're on it. You know, you sure. can say that about everybody else, but Michigan State. Yeah. Beat the shit them? out of them. Mm-hmm. But what is Michigan and State's what is Michigan they, State's record? They beat they beat Northwestern the week before. Okay. Okay. So I'm just Northwestern. I, I'm, I'm just saying when it comes to between five and six wins, no. I think it, it, and then here comes my part where A and M gets thrown in here. Mm-hmm. So let's say Ohio State doesn't qualify. Who should be the number fourteen? Texas A and M. Okay. I'm, I'm wearing my shirt right now. I already answered your question. Thank you. Thank you for setting that up. <laughs> So you're telling me that A&M should be in the top four and be in the playoffs? Yes. Even though they will not represent the SEC in the championship game? Yes. Ohio State doesn't play that sixth game with the rule. They don't represent the Big Ten in the championship game. Yeah, okay. So what's the difference? Why sh- if, if that's the thing, if everyone's saying they're not in the championship game, they shouldn't be in the playoffs, so then, what's going on with a No, I don't think people are saying they're not in the championship game. They should be in the playoffs because that's, time what, that's time- exactly what they're saying. They're saying if you can't even play in the championship game, they shouldn't be in the playoffs. But the years that the SEC has had two teams in the college football final, they haven't. That one of those teams hasn't played in the championship game. Right, but that's different because that's it's, usually it's what not, it's, Alabama it's not, and what Georgia, LSU, Florida. One of them, yeah. Well, okay. not Florida. Um, the the. The problem with that statement, though, is it's not necessarily about if Ohio State. Let's, I mean, I'll throw it out there, and this is gonna, this is not like a homer, but if you're gonna tell me that Ohio State wins, you know, plays the entire season and still wins their championship game, and you look at the strength of their competition that they play and the rest of the Big Ten, Big Ten as a whole, how is the Big Ten any better than the Pac-12 this year? Because Pac-12 sucks. Yeah, so does the Big Ten. Name one other good team other than Indiana this year. Oh, Penn State fell in their face. Michigan couldn't even pass a COVID test. Michigan State looks like trash. Who else you got, man? You ain't got what nobody. About, what about Minnesota and no. Northwestern? No, Northwest Northwestern runs into the same problem every year. They're What's not that? a football school. It is a pseudo Ivy League like Rice is. I, I will say that you do bring up a good point. You do have weaker competition. I will say Iowa did look a lot stronger towards the end of the year than they did at the beginning of the year. Sure. And and then it kind of goes, you know, uh, Northwestern, Iowa, Ohio State, and then it kind of goes off a cliff. Mm-hmm. But I just, I mean, if the argument's going to be the whole not championship game. Well, I, 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 you, want, you, you want me to be my honest opinion? Yeah. I mean, I expect I think, nothing less. I think AM beats the shit out of Notre Dame. Sure. I think they lose to everyone else. I think AM beats the shit out of Notre Dame. I think we are competitive, if not win the game against Ohio State. I think we lose to everybody else. I mean, Auburn, what do you think of Auburn? We beat them. You did, but it wasn't exactly, a, you know. It was a pretty solid win. It was, it was, in, it was at Auburn. We mm-hmm. haven't beat them in three years. Three whole years, Dick. Oh my gosh! I can't believe that. I'm just saying, bro. Um, so I, I, I don't want to. I mean, we beat this horse dead, and I don't think that there's a right answer here. But I think that we did have one solution, one ring to bind them, one ring to rule them all, and that was 
OSU, you got canceled because Michigan couldn't get their shit together. A&M, you got canceled because Ole Miss is fucking Ole Miss. It's a well, trash dumpster fire. And then I think there's a really They should have played. But I think there's a real easy path that it's Ohio State and A&M can both be in the playoffs. Eight teams. No. Okay. I think if Alabama beats the shit out of Florida, Alabama's mm-hmm. one. Sure. Clemson beats the shit out of Notre Dame with Trevor Lawrence. They're number two. Ohio State wins their biggest championship now, thanks to the rule change. They're number three. And then who's sitting pretty at number four? Or Notre Dame beats the shit out of Clemson. I don't think that's And they're two loss. I mean, but what if Clemson's two loss? Or is Clemson still in to the two loss team and a non-ACC champion? Oh, if Clemson loses to Notre Dame? Mm-hmm. No, that's not even a thought. They're out of the top four. Okay, then we're in. Right. There's multiple There's multiple paths. The problem is I feel like those multiple paths, none of them guarantee. It's always just like an increasing your percentage chance. Like none of them, like if these cards fall, then this will happen. It has to happen. The big one was keep Ohio State out of the championship game. I mean, yeah, I'm biased. I'm not lying. But I think if we would have just sucked it up and played them this week, I know it's short turnaround. No one have a game plan, but that's your that's your essentially round one of the playoffs. And I think Jimbo hit the nail on the head. I mean, the problem with this is we've talked about this year in and year out. Four teams is not enough for a playoff. It's not. Oh, Jimbo. Huh? Oh, boohoo, Jimbo. But he's making a valid statement that every coach says every was year. Was he saying that when he was kicking ass with Jameis Winston? Wasn't it the BCS? Nope. Oh, okay. No, I don't. I don't know that he was saying that when he was kicking ass with Jameis Winston. No, I think uh, you're always going to find flaws, even if it's eight. It's not going to be enough. But it's not. But people have been saying eight since after the first year. You could even make it six, to be honest. Maybe. Okay, so we're going to have to cut a whole bunch of A&M stuff out because I feel like we're turning into an Aggie radio station. But <laughs> I, ha- I had to bring up some of it. Sure. No, no, that's good. Um, all right, we brought, so... We brought your A-game today, fucker. All right, I'm trying to get better, man. <laughs> um, fucker. Fucker. Okay. All right, so I, I think we talked enough about playoff for right now. I want to talk about some non-gridiron stuff. Let's talk about the, what's happening behind the scenes. The carousel is starting. Word I, the way I hear it, this is this is twenty four seven Longhorn Network reporting that Urban considered and he said no to Texas. Didn't want to come back to coaching and specifically stated due to his mental health. And I can respect him for that, right? Put yourself before getting paid. You've already it's it's not worth it. But they don't get Urban. What now? What's next well, for Texas? Well, now we change our show to coaches network because that's all we fucking talk about but i like it and if you don't like it send us an email and tell us you don't like it. <laughs> but this rare breed rye is good mm. Mm, just sweetness you know, sweet sweet syrup i guess you gotta you got ask you a question are you getting like a punchiness out of it like does it have more punch at being a higher proof rye or is it it, ha- it has a kick I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it a punch. I wouldn't call it a punch to the face. I call it like a kick to not definitely not the shin, maybe the calf. Okay, kick so to the calf. Not a punch to the dick. But it, it's a no, definitely not. We talked about the college football playoff. We talked about Ohio State. Should they be in? Should they be out? What other opportunities are there? Let's talk a little bit about, and I think we're going to continue to bring this topic up as this saga continues to unfold, and I really feel like it'll fizzle. But let's talk about Urban Meyer to Texas. Word has it he's not doing it. Yeah. Um, 
so he said he's not going to. We know the health issues. We know the mental health issues that have gone on. It's a serious thing in football, man. Coaching is a stressful job. You know, even doing it at the high school level, you see it. So I could only imagine. I'm not even going to pretend like I even know what the college football world is all about. But it's it's a real thing, and that's one of those things you had to always wonder about Urban. I mean, he had to leave two jobs, big names. He's kind of ridden his legacy. Coming to Texas would be awesome. So I think all Texas can really do right now is go back to Herman with their tail between their legs and go, whoops. And I think Herman's in the position where he's just going to have to say, okay. Because I don't think he's moving on from them. I don't see a guy out there that they're going to grab. I think uh, Coastal Carolina guy is hot right now. He's going to get a job if he wants it. It's not going to be a UT, though. You know, probably pretty similar to the uh, Minnesota flack move going from a Western Michigan to a Minnesota. He'll probably do something like that. But uh, I think they just kind of wipe the slate clean and keep it going. I know UT fans don't want to hear that, but when you think about who else, who, who, who else? (laughs) I can't think of anybody. And I think if we could think of somebody else, someone else would have already thought about it and we would have heard it from them. But nobody's talking about anybody else except Urban. And you really got to ask yourself this question. I mean, yeah, they go back to him with with their tail between their legs. But why? I mean, they're ranked number 20 right now. You know, they've lost some key games, but we talked about this just, I mean, five minutes ago. COVID, right? It's, It's a year unlike anybody else. And I don't like Tom Herman. And frankly, I don't like anybody that coaches at Texas. I love it when they get fired or they leave because I'm like, ha ha, told you so. Um, But anyway, I I don't think we have an answer. I'm going to say this real quick because I do want to share our, you know, our podcast on, you know, Red Raider pages later. I don't want this to be a Texas specific show or a coach's hot seat show, but I've got to say this. If you're asking for Matt Wells to get fired, just shut up. All right, we put up with a 500 Cliff Kingsbury for five or six years. Just shut up. Let Matt Wells do his job. Get over yourself. It's not the basketball program. Just, I don't even want to get into that. All right, moving on. You make a fair uh, point, though. Like, there, there should be an expectation for coaches to be able to have four or five years runway. It's so pathetic. It's so pathetic to see, you know, we knew what Tech was going to be. We talked about this. I, t- I said three wins was realistic four wins would be great we don't have the biggest meltdown ever against ut five wins awesome but anyway uh beamer son got a job what do you think about that dick laid on me i don't really have much to say i it was kind of an underwhelming hire but Come on, hey all so- that shit you talk about must champ you gotta you gotta chime in I, i'm good i'm good good for them yeah He's got history there. He coached there. He's been around. You know, he was a he was a long snapper on the national championship team. Awesome. Um, <laughs> I, I I actually used to be a long snapper too. Cool. Uh, you know, like anyway, I I do have to ask a question though. We talked about the Coastal Carolina guy. Texas is too big of a jump for him. Why not stay in Carolina? Why not take? Why not go after him at South Carolina? Why not go? Pick from your pool that's right there, a proven coach. 
Head coach. Uh, they have the money. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to keep calling Coastal Carolina coach. It's Jamie Chadwell. Uh, Jamie Chadwell. Why did he not end up at South Carolina? I don't know. Uh, maybe South Carolina is possibly just trying to get their guy right now. Beamer has history there. Like I said, he was there in 2007 with Spurrier. He's been with Oklahoma. So then you're kind of doing the whole is the head coach at Coastal Carolina just as like, you know, just as good as the, as, you know, the associate or what is it? Whatever the, the alternate head coach at Oklahoma. I mean, that's a toss up. That's a good question to ask. So I don't know. Um, but I don't know why he's not there. I, like I said, I see him taking over another program kind of like a Minnesota level school. Minnesota a losing a lot of losing teams out there this year. So he'll, he'll get something if he wants it. All right. We got to get to whiskey in a little bit. You want to talk NBA or want to talk whiskey first, Dick? Um, let's talk about the NBA. So, you know, a few, uh, we, we talked about the NBA draft. NBA season is starting up. I think the 22nd is the tip off, right? Almost uh, a kickoff. Starts tomorrow. Oh, shit. All, All right. right. Um, so it's going to be a very interesting year. Ken Adam Silver pulled off again. They're not doing the full bubble. It's going to be interesting. Dude, what the fuck is James Harden doing? I don't know. Is he Dennis Rodman of the 2020? I mean, what is this no. shit? Me and, you know, me and the rest of the city of Houston would like to know, even though they're my you know, team by association. Yep. I don't know, man. Uh, at first, I thought maybe he's doing the whole let me go so I can go join my buddies over in Brooklyn. <laughs> then my well, basically people what, Basically what everyone's done in the last five, six years to win his championship, except for the just, Warriors. I will just, just act a fool so you can get kicked. Right. Uh, you know, the whole go join my buddies, going back to the Heat, going to even AD joining LeBron this year. Um I, I don't know. It was his 76ers comment that I don't know if he's like throwing a curveball and saying, I just want to get out of here. I'm frustrated. But then it's like you're going to go from the Western Conference Rockets to the Eastern Conference 76ers who are the same 3-4 team. Like it's not much of a change. And then even Houston right now, you got John Wall, you got DeMarcus Cousins. I don't know if he's just fed up or he's trying to get with his buddies. I couldn't tell you. I don't know. Now he's coming back, but he has to sit out. Um, I don't know. It'd be a good I, – I, 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 we're going to have to find out when he passed – what is it? He has to pass like six tests in a row? Yeah, I don't know the protocols for this year. I didn't read those. I, yeah, I think on ESPN he has to pass like six tests. If he shows up at practice and joins the squad and gets going, I guess that's the end of it. He got over it. He enjoyed his off quick off season. If he doesn't show up and it's uh, still more of a holdout, I don't know. There's not a lot, there's not a lot of time to do anything right now. No, there, there's not. I mean, at all. And you got it 14 days. I mean, is the recommended, right? If you're exposed. I mean, he was a freaking Vegas on a bender. Like, I don't know. I didn't know that. I did not yeah. know that. Yeah. He, that's why I said he pulled a Rodman. He went to Vegas and was like, fuck it. I need a break. 
Yeah, but Rodman did that in the middle of a NBA Finals, so yeah, that's a little different. I mean, nobody's ever going to be Rodman. Ah, I hate to say that. There will be another Rodman. Harden's not it. Um, yeah, Defense, I don't know. Specialties, man. Um, yeah. So hopefully, I mean, I'd, uh, I, you know me, I'm all about Houston. Love everything Houston. Uh, I'd like for him to kind of just get back, and but it's the same thing. I don't see them being a finals contender. If I had to say that. So before we start talking finals, let's talk about what are some of the key matchups that you're watching at the beginning of the season. I don't want to get too deep into this thing because God knows what's going to happen. Well, before I get into that, I'm going to get into some more of this rare breed right here. There you go. Glenn it. Oh, sounds good. Good. Um, All right. So I'm not going to act like I've checked out the whole NBA schedule, but (gasps) yeah. I, except for the Knicks, they don't come to Houston. Moving on. Uh, God, it sucks being a Knicks fan. Anyway, the so what's the NBA version of Thanksgiving Day? You've got Christmas Day, and I know there's some big matchups. I know you're going to have Giannis against the Warriors. Who are the Warriors? So that's I'm looking forward to that. You've got Mavericks up and coming uh, against the Lakers. That'll be a good one. Uh, I mean, other than that, I know the Nets played the Celtics that day. Kyrie against the team that he basically half-assed it for a couple years and then got out of there. Um, so other than that, yeah, that's really all I've kept an eye on. They dropped the Christmas Day news. We'll see. I think it's going to be so interesting to see these guys that do what they do and then, boom, they're, they're starting. I will say this, though. I'm a little disappointed in the NBA. And why is that? Because of all this wine bullshit. They're all wine connoisseurs because over that whole bubble thing, apparently, and it all started with, you know. uh, Giannis? No, I don't think it was Giannis. It was. He's French, so. Anyway, there was an abundance of wine ordered to the Disney bubble. They need to get their whiskey game going, man. I don't know, man. Dipping into the brown water. Yeah, but fuck fuck the antioxidant shit. Anyway, hey, whiskey's good for your heart too. I Um, drink wine every now and then. Dude, I like I like wine. Yeah, I. All right, so completely unrelated, but you brought it up. What are your favorite types of wine? No, we can't talk about that on a whiskey show. Come on, it's a good W. Just just answer it. You don't talk wine on a whiskey show. I literally just wish listen to the podcast guys talk about Blanton's and wine. So, ooh, they did. Yeah. Okay. I am a Merlot guy. I'm a red wine guy. Um, I will do because of uh, me and my wife, my beautiful wife, went on a birthday dinner one year and got recommended a very good Pinot Grigio. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, I will grab one every now and then. But it's usually Merlot Pinot Grigio. It's definitely a red. I'll try a I'll try a white when I do a nice little uh, fish. Italian or shrimp scampi, mm. as we say down here in Texas, a shrimp scampi. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. We're actually not too far off. I'm a cab and merlot guy, through and through. Cab, I'm, can I have a cab? I'm. Give me your house cab. Um, you're never gonna go and can I have your house whiskey? Uh, the <laughs> You mean well whiskey? 
You want Jack? You want Jack Daniels with that? Okay. Um, <clears throat> the the one you talk about, like Pino, my guilty pleasure, pleasure man, and I've got it on my bar menu is Sunday Fun Day, man. I love me some fucking mimosas on Sunday morning, man. Ah, dog it, man. You just dropped this down the whole cliff. <laughs> you took wine and said, hold my beer. I'm going to get even well, <laughs> well, the thing is, it's actually like sparkling wine. It's um, Oh, my God. Prosecco. sparkling on the show. <laughs> Stop talking. Hey, man. Damn Se- it. Second dram, dude. Holy crap. Anyway, but that that's uh, we'll we'll get off on the tangent. There's no coming back from that. I mean, we were talking about uh, whiskey finished <clears throat> barrels, Merlot. Yeah. Anyway, uh, oh, that'd be so right. gross. So, <laughs> what are your predictions for the finals? Your way too early predictions for the finals. Lakers and someone from the East. I- I'm gonna say. The Nets. Mm, sipping the Kool-Aid. Uh, I agree with you. I I think it's going to be the Lakers again because I think they actually got better. I could be completely wrong. Steve Kerr and the Warriors could say we're back, but it's hard because you've got no Clay Thompson, poor guy. And Who got, are they? Well, they're Steph Curry and they're Draymond Green and they're – they're those guys. I think they're a four or five. So I'm going to say Lakers. I did not think the Bucks were going to the finals last year. I didn't. I didn't think they were that good. I thought they were Giannis. I think there were several East teams that had that dude, and they got better. They got beat by the better team. I'm going to go if if we're shooting teams out there. I'm going to go Lakers. And uh, shoot, land the I'm, plane. Pick one. I'm gonna go Lakers, Knicks. <laughs> you would do that to me. You know what? For shits and giggles, I'm gonna go Lakers and Hornets because I would love to see that happen and that turnaround be just badass. Hey, maybe the Lakers will get stung. Who knows? Who knows? All, All right. right. <laughs> I think we're we're both done with the NBA for right now. I I'm gonna put this in here though. I'm gonna throw a topic out because I have to. Yeah. All right. So I don't know if you're keeping up with the Twitter feed, right? But LeBron made a statement this week saying that his contract goes through his son's senior year of high school. Oh god. And I don't want to go like, is he gonna trade? That's I mean, is he gonna leave? But do you think there's a chance? that LeBron and Bronny play in the NBA together? So his statement was that his contract ends the year that Bronny finishes high school. Yep. This is the this is the old coach in me, and this is the fan at the same time. Let the kid be a kid. First off, let the kid be a kid. And second off, of course they're going to do that. Like – the NBA needs, you know, it's a great market, but put it this way. The Tuesday game this week had more viewers than the last game of the NBA finals. Mm-hmm. They're going to get attention as much as they need. Of mm-hmm. course, everybody wants to see LeBron farewell tour with his son 
Ken Griffey, Ken Griffey Jr. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's all I got to say about that. That It'll be interesting because he'll need one year. So he's going to have to go play ball one year. And then LeBron maybe goes a one-year contract to someone. Maybe it's the Lakers. Maybe it's not. Then whoever drafts Bronny, he goes and signs with them. That'd be that'd be that'd be like the ultimate dad power move right there. It'd but be fun. It'd be uh, funny. Tom, Tom Brady's playing football at like what fifty two right now. He'll he'll be able to do it. It's fine. It'll happen. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Tom Brady's kids are gonna be able to play tight end for him. Um, <laughs> all right, so we're gonna land the sports plane. I want to close this, this out. Has been the longest we've talked about sports without talking about like a decent whiskey subject. Let's yeah. get some whiskey in our lives. Yeah, so, you know, on the whole, we're going to keep the news headlines forefront. Um, Whiskey Advocate dropped their 2020 top 20. And I'm going to, it stirred some, it stirred some pots, man. There were, there were some picks that I'm not sure I agree with. And you and I've had this Whiskey Advocate conversation before. And I don't think other people agreed with. So I want to get, I want to get your thoughts. What are you thinking, man? My initial thought with this rare breed is it's good. And I have not made a whiskey rye pun all night. Rye not, Dick. Rye the hell not. Rye don't rye? know. Rye, rye don't know, Raggy. Is it because they've all been taken? Probably. Anyway. There might not be any uh, good ones. Um, anyway. Uh, okay. So, so every let's, year. Let's, let's list them off first for our viewers. The whole fucking list? No, no, no. We're going to talk about like the top Fuck you. five. <laughs> well, all right. Okay, just, just go. Just, okay, I'll tell you what I want to try. Yes, I, I would like to try number one. I would like to try Larceny Barrel Proof because, of course, you want to try number one. I've done it the last couple of years. It's been yes and no's. Uh, I've, oh, I've never had a very good bullet, so I'm interested in number four. I would like to try it to give it a chance. Hell yeah, I want to try me some Elijah Craig Rye if I could find it. I've never seen it. I don't know who has. If it exists, let us know. Uh, I'm, they, put, I'm gonna, they put some shit on there that doesn't exist. Right. I, I'm going to ignore the scotches. I'm going to defer that to you. I've been out of the scotch game for so long that I just, I, I, I mean, I could tell you what Ardbeg tastes like. Uh, and I've just... You know, looking at the list, I have not tried any Chattanooga yet. I certainly would love to try some Chattanooga. I don't think I would start with their rye, which is ranked number 18. Uh, Balconies. Balconies is a love and hate relationship because I've only had uh, the Texas Pot Steel Bourbon, which we've talked about. I don't, I wasn't a fan. I had that had to turn into a shot bottle. I had to start taking shots to finish it. But I have had their blue corn whiskey not their baby blue but their blue corn and it was so unique that it was delicious it was very good i highly recommend it if you have not had any balconies or even if you had try that one but there's so many scotches on here man i don't know i don't know what to think uh one and two were bourbons so that's cool (laughs) and out of the top five, it's either a bourbon or a rye. I mean, so that's cool. Well, what's three? Uh, I'm pretty sure it's a scotch. Yeah. Um, so I'll give you my, my quick hits thoughts on this, and we won't beat this horse to death, but what my biggest surprise on this list is Old Overholt at 12. 
um, I've heard people say, oh, it's like an old tub. Like it's, it's a solid one. You have to try, you have to pick up, you have to do it. It's got a screw cap top. So I'm kind of don't want to do it. Is that the bottled it. and bond? Uh, I think so. Yeah. It's bottled and bond. Okay. Um, and I'm interested just to see, cause I have not yet seen this. This is just a $25 bottle. This is live action right now. I'm going to see what the tasting notes are on the rare breed that I'm sipping right now. And it says full bodied and rich. Okay, mint. I did get mint. So that makes me feel better about myself. Pine and cedar. Uh, no. Sliced orange. I can get the sliced orange. Candied strawberry. Ooh, I got more apple. Sweet pecans on the nose. Nutty citrus sweet flavors yeah okay so i get it i got apple i got oak i got um oat so it's there and i'm i'm checking the figures for those that are wondering if you're, if you're asking me if you need to buy it you do it's very good uh it's a 51 percent rye i believe so i'm gonna go ahead and get my rating right now if you don't mind dick go for it so we've decided to switch to an ABCD rating because I think it's easier to follow. A plus, A minus, A, B, B plus, B minus. I think it's just easier. I'm, okay I'm so with that. glad that we had that conversation and we, landed on that. We did. So I'm going to give this an A. And if we're talking OCD, I'm going to say like a 90, 91. It's very good i'm kind of scared because i think i could drink this whole bottle which now that i think about it that's happened with rise before aka 2016 wedding regular wild turkey rye done killed it delicious several bottles of zazarak rye done uh so yeah be careful with those rice man but this is very good i go go buy it so <laughs> is it above rye is it above zazarak rye for you Oh, that's, I knew you were going to go there. Because <sighs> Old Sazzy is one of your favorites. It is. But the thing that makes Old Sazzy one of my favorites is it's so versatile. Mm. I mean, it's it's what? It's the um, it's Maurice sub 30 bucks. Jones. It's the Maurice Jones Drew. Oh, shit. No, you did not. Yes, I did. You could do anything with it. You throw the ball. Run say, say LT. Don't say Maurice Jones Drew. Don't hate don't hate on Maurice Jones. I'm going to hit on Maurice Jones Drew. Like he's anyway, I can mix Zazarak Rye. I can drink it straight. I'm going to tell you, I'm not putting Rare Breed with anything. I'm not putting ice. I'm not putting water. I'm not putting, I'm sure as hell not putting in a Coke, which you can do with Zazarak Rye. I may, because if, if I've had enough to drink, I may put an old fashioned together just to see, but I actually think it would be too sweet. Hmm. I think it would be too sweet and it would really bother me that I'm killing the delicious flavor doing that. All right. So before I keep talking, what? so finish, finish me up, bring me in. What do you think about the rest of the list? Okay. So old overholt, um, biggest surprise on this list. It's bottled in a bond. It's one of those old tub uh, early times esque bottles. In my opinion, it's 25 bucks, right? Really surprised I made it this high. It's nothing new. So I don't know what changed this year and they brought it in. It leads me to think, is the competition short this year? Are they just trying to 
you know, throw some twists in there to keep it interesting. Um, the Larceny barrel proof, single barrel, want it, need it, have to have it. Knob Creek, that's number one. Knob Creek 12 had it. Wasn't overly impressed. I actually used that bottle to finish out, um, to finish it. I used it in whiskey sours. Um, that was one really drunken night where I think I did too many WhatsApp videos to our um, group message for the fantasy football. And then Bay, we beastie our big five. I have that one. Smoky makes smoke smoke. Dude, I, I love some smoky, some smoky scotches, some PD scotches. I got oh, yeah. one of my good friends. The only reason he'll drink whiskey right now is PD scotches. He wants more Peat. Give me the Peat, baby. Yeah. If you go, if you're a Lafroy Artbeg, you're you're a certain type of guy. Who gets who gets just from the eye test, who gets label of the year? Look at that Peat monster. That's pretty sweet at number nine. I don't know, man. I don't like those cartoony ones. Um oh, fun sucker. Yeah. yeah, you know me. You know me. I don't know, man. Like I know these bottles so well. Fun sucker. Go. I'm gonna go with a drum shambo single pot still. That is the coolest looking bottle out of the group. That is set at number 14. 14. No idea what it is. Um Irish whiskey, but never had it, never seen it. Cool looking. No arguments there. Yeah. So All right. anyway, right. we beastie. If you like PD Scotches, stay away from We Beastie. It's really not that good. Get yourself a Arbeg 10. Lafroid, any of the higher end ones, or dude, Lagavulin 16. I'm gonna sound like such a basic bitch, but it's so good. You are All right. basic bitch. All right. Well, that'll bring us over the goal line. That's the it for episode 10, the big milestone. We talked a little NF, uh, college football. We talked a little NBA. We talked whiskey advocate, the holy grail that gets released every year. Thank you for listening. Dick, hit him with the social media forms. For sure. So, Drammers, do not forget to follow us on the Facebook, uh, Facebook pages on the interwebs, uh, Fourth Dram and Goal, um, the Insta, Fourth Dram, 4-T-H-D-R-A-M. We're building a little bit of a, a social network out there. And then, hey, man, if you got some questions, got some feedback, you do please, or do not. Please, please, we want to hear from you. Ask us questions. We'll answer. Send us some dick pics. <laughs> Ooh. Yes, as in a picture for Dick. Got it. Exactly. Uh, goal at gmail.com. That's 4TH, goal all one word, uh, at gmail. Okay, so, Kurt, I think that leads us to you, man. All right, Drammers. I think he's one of the most underrated head coaches of all time, Frank Beamer. Frank Beamer said it best. Football is a lot like life, and you're going to have disappointments. The issue is how you come back from them. To the next snap and the next dram, people. Drink on, drammers. Drink on, drammers.